It's the end of the week. Oh my God, how did we get here? Wow, what an amazing, amazing time. So, it is Friday the 28th of May, 2021. As I record this right now, it is 9.30. I have to say that now because I have a lot of American friends or even, even non-native English speaker friends. For example, my girlfriend is German. And so I want to say it's half nine, but in German, if you say it's half nine, that actually means it's 8.30. They say like it's half two nine, but in English we say it's half past nine. So half nine would be 9.30. Just a little little fun fact to you there about my life. I have to Americanize my language. I also say zucchini now and eggplant rather than courgette and the other one. I can, that's the problem is I can never remember the other one. I know it's it's courgette and uh, uh, what is it? Aubergine, aubergine. That's it. You see, and I go through this every time. Usually I'm awesome at remembering things, but for some reason I always forget the name aubergine. And it just fucks with my head. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> okay, what's been happening this week? Well, it's been quite the roller coaster of a week. Let me tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners. <clears throat> so, on Saturday, almost a week ago, I felt ill. I felt very low energy. My nose was super clogged. My ear was a bit sore, my eyes were sore, felt like I had like conjunctivitis, some kind of mini eye disease. And I decided on Sunday to go to the doctors. And then he gave me loads and loads and loads of drugs. So he gave me, he gave me eye cream, he gave me nose drops, he gave me hay fever tablets, he gave me ear drops. And then I went back the next day to check how well it was, everything was doing. And then he gave me antibiotics. So five things. And I don't think I've ever been given that many drugs before. I felt like, felt like a 90 year old man, like on the edge of death. Um, but, uh, yes, I was taking them and they just kind of, they just absolutely floored me. They really were, were very, were very intense. And I, like Monday, super tired, couldn't really do anything. Tuesday, I had a bit of energy. I tried to do something and then it just like killed me. And it was just like super, super intense. I really couldn't concentrate. And then I got frustrated that I couldn't work. And then that was stressing me out more. And I realized, ah, oh, shit, right. I think, I think I need another full day off. I think kind of trying to do these half days of working or whatnot, um, it's not working. So <clears throat> I decided to take Wednesday as a full hyper full day on, full hyper full. What, what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I took Wednesday as a full day off. Now, I actually felt a bit bad about doing this because uh, even though normally I work four days a week, I work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I find that I'm just as productive, if not more productive by working four days a week rather than working five. Also, I just have way more energy on my work days and on my off days. I have more time to do things that I actually love and enjoy, like reading, or I can do some exercise, or I can do some fun things during the week. And I just have more energy when it gets to the end of the week. If I work five days, I find I'm completely destroyed. But I hadn't worked Monday or Tuesday, and I'm just a person who loves making progress every week. I always wanna be 
taking steps forward in whatever I'm doing and, and also making money. But well, coincidentally, this week I wasn't actually doing any paid work, so that kind of helped. But yes, that, uh, blah, 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 blah. But so yeah, my ego was telling me on Tuesday evening, ah, well, you haven't worked Monday or Tuesday, so therefore you need to make up for it by working on Wednesday. Oh no. But then I thought, wait, 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 wait. Why not? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my girlfriend just ran past me. Oh, I think she was going to save a hedgehog from, from dying. Isn't that? Wow. What an amazing, amazing moment we've been witness to here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, obviously, it was just me that witnessed it. I'm just kind of briefly describing it to you. So, <clears throat> um, uh, yes, Tuesday evening, I was thinking, oh, I should... Uh, maybe I should work tomorrow because I didn't work today or on Monday. But then I thought, wait, no. In a normal week, I wouldn't work Wednesdays anyway. So I've lost Monday and Tuesday, but I wasn't going to work on Wednesdays anyway. So it's, it's not like I've lost. It's kind of like I think if you're, if you're ill on Friday and you're also ill on Saturday, you don't like going to work being like on Monday like, I, if I'm ill on Friday and also ill on Saturday, then, okay, I, I was ill on my day off, but Saturday was a planned day off already, so it, it's not affecting my work, really. Like, I just missed those first two. So anyway, <laughs> that was a bit more difficult to explain than I thought. Anyway, I took Wednesday off, fully, totally off, and that was the, the final, the healing day. You know, I had a nice long sleep. I did some reading, and... One thing that was really fucking with my mind for this whole ill period from Saturday to Wednesday inclusive was that I didn't have much desire to read. I didn't have much desire to do much of anything. And I had a really big desire to watch Netflix and also quite a large desire to, to watch porn and kind of tempted uh, by that and masturbate. Which is really weird because if you've listened to any of these other podcasts, you'll know that I'm... I'm quite anti-Netflix and I'm also quite anti-porn and masturbation. I just don't think they're very productive uses of time. They can, they can definitely, especially masturbation and porn, can have a huge negative impact on your life. And even semi, even like regular use of like once a week, I found that by doing like no porn, no masturbation, my life definitely always gets better. And even knowing that, I still had the temptation to do it. And I gave into those temptations several times. I won't, I won't lie. I won't, I'll put my hands up and say... And it was fun. It was fun, I'll be honest. It was nice. It was a nice change. It's like, it's like having cake after a while. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, it's Christmas. I'm going to have some cake, you know, even though normally throughout the year you don't eat cake. Um, similar story with Netflix. So the Netflix one kind of fucked me up a bit more in the head than the porn one because I, I felt a bit like addicted to porn before. And it's been part of my life for, for years and years. And as I'm sure it has been for, for all males, pretty much every single male uh, that I know. May, why am I calling you males? What about guys <laughs> or men? You know, that would be... <laughs> I'm a scientist. You're all... I have a female and male friends. Uh, okay. So... Uh, what am I talking about? But yeah, the Netflix one. That was really weird. And the lack of desire to 
read. So usually on my days off, on my Wednesdays, I want to spend a lot of it reading, maybe even four hours reading, because I find it's just super relaxing. It really opens up my, my mind. And I just find it's such a super ultra positive thing for me to do. It has so many benefits on my life. But on these days off, I didn't really feel much desire to to do that and that confused me it made me think like is something going wrong is um uh, like what like am, am i slipping am i am i falling into being lazy and am i all oh, my dreams like that are going to come true and oh no what if i never want to read again and oh I'm, I'm i'm going in a downward spiral and also i've looked at porn and oh i'm sleeping and i don't have energy to work oh my god and yeah, no joke. Like, that's gen- genuinely how I felt. And I couldn't even like, part of me wanted to make a podcast about it and express how I felt. But another part of me just thought I didn't, it didn't even care. Really, 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 really didn't even care. And it's really scary when you're in those moments because you don't know if it's going to come back. Like they're, re- they're so real and they're so intense that you think, maybe I'm going to be like this forever. Like maybe my old, the old version of me that's gone. And maybe suddenly I've just been clumped with this, this awful version. And now with something like a minor sickness that happened the last for a few days, that's scary. But I, I've, I've never experienced anything kind of earth shattering. For example, like the death of a real close loved one, like really unexpectedly. Or maybe, maybe you're in a long-term relationship and you're partner just randomly breaks up from you seemingly out of the blue or you go through a divorce and it's really intense and maybe they they take your children and there's this big legal custody battle and maybe you're even famous and so they're talking about it in the press or whatnot like super 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 intense situations like that uh obviously like (laughs) being slightly ill for five days doesn't really compare but even but in the moment it still feels so real and the fear is is there and that was scary, but I've, I've gone through this several times now. There's the first few times that are the scariest, because, but even as I was going through, even though I had those thoughts where I thought, maybe this is never going to change, maybe I'm always going to be like this, um, I still felt very connected to my intuition, and I was still meditating an hour a day. For me, that was just a key thing to keep doing, to, to remain centered and not kind of get lost in my mind and lost in the fear and the pain. And <clears throat> quick side note, the way I've been doing my meditation um, recently, for the, for the last week actually, since the illness is, is, was really helpful in that I just made it a non-negotiable part of the morning routine. So my morning routine was, and I just kind of remove thinking from the morning routine, remove options. So I just, you know, I would get up, shower, cook breakfast, eat breakfast while listening to an audiobook brush teeth, meditate. That's it. There's no arguing. There's no like playing on my phone being like, oh, maybe I'll do this first or maybe I'll do this first. It's just dispassionately going through it, sit on the meditation cushion, boom, click the hour, boom, the gong goes and there we go. I'm in meditation for an hour. And that for me is the the easiest way to to do things like this. It's the same thing with cold showers. If you just can get into that stage where you're not thinking and you're just like, fuck it, I'm doing it. And there's no, there's no debate. There's no debate of like, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? It's just, this is happening. 
and you just move forwards and do it and you, you press the thing you get in the shower and you're like instead of standing there like oh i don't know if i want to do this cold shower i don't know you just stand in and boom you just turn it on straight away there's no chance to think about it that's really helpful though caveat to that is that it takes some time and practice to get to that stage especially if it's something like a cold shower i mean i've had it before with cold showers where i didn't even want to get out of bed because i knew i was gonna to have to go stand under a cold fucking shower and then go to a job that i hated so i can empathize with you dear listener if you don't particularly like that <clears throat> anyway back to feeling hopeless and watching netflix <laughs> that's a good segue that's a good segue okay so i was still meditating and i just had the 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 feeling of i want to watch netflix i want to just laze out i want to watch something funny i want to watch something silly so i was watching extras by ricky gervais probably not a very famous sitcom but quite famous in england it was the second one he did after making the office really 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 good and I was all, and then I've also watched uh, almost all of season four of Rick and Morty, which was just awesome. Like, really, really loved that, exactly what I needed. And then me and my girlfriend started watching Friends in the evening, right from series one. And I've never seen any of series one. I mean, like everyone, I've seen Friends on the infinite reruns they have on whatever channel it's on now. But I've, I've actually seen some episodes many times, but never never the ones from season one so it's so cool to see them right at the start they're all they're all so young they're all super hot <laughs> and yeah just all these storylines and the comedy that i've never seen so that they were all, it was just really fun and i was really 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 enjoying the netflix but the whole time in the back of my mind there was this kind of fear talking like oh well is this uh are you gonna stay like this forever like what's something's going wrong because you don't want to read um <clears throat> And yeah, I'll be honest, I did, like I've said before, wasn't sure it was going to end. But then, ah, on Wednesday, Wednesday was the day it all changed. So I had a little sunbathe outside. I spoke to my friend over lunch and then over lunch, like I didn't even have enough energy to, to go for a walk while having lunch. Usually I actually like to walk and eat at the same time. In a similar way, I like to walk and record this podcast at the same time. That's why you hear the cars and motorbikes driving past occasionally. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't even have the energy to go for a walk because I, I was just so tired all the time. And I was watching Rick and Morty and I watched one episode, loved it, and then thought, yeah, let's watch, let's watch another episode. And then I got halfway through that and just suddenly got bored. I just thought, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then, ding, ding, ding. What else did I want to do? Well, I wanted to read. So that's what I did. And I also then wanted to go for a walk. I just suddenly had all this energy. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit in the sun and read. So I did that. And then I thought, you know what? I'm tired of sitting. I want to go for a walk. So then I downloaded some new audio books, The Internet of Money, uh, Volume 3 by Andreas Antonopoulos, a book about Bitcoin. So fucking crazily amazing. Oh my God. Oh God. Wow. What a man. What an absolute man. He's a, I inspire, I'm so inspired by him because of how he talks. I'm inspired by him in that he's like focused on one topic and he just flies around the world giving these impromptu public speeches about something he's super interested and passionate about. Like that's also what I want to do. And yeah, 
love him, love him. So definitely someone who I admire for his ideas, admire for his way of life, and I just take his inspiration for how I want to live my life uh, in the future. That could be a few years. I mean, I'm sure it's a few years away yet before I start doing that, but who knows what happens with this podcast. Maybe it will happen sooner than I think. <clears throat> I know it will happen when I'm ready. So yeah, listen to some awesome audiobooks and... Yeah, that, that's when I felt like, boom, it clicked and I, I came back to normal. I kind of gone through that tiredness, illness phase and then was ready to get back to work. And I had that idea to say, like, I had, oh, this little tiny dog's going to bark at me. No, not today, little tiny dog. Um, I had the idea Wednesday afternoon. I knew I had enough energy to work, but I decided... To, but I knew from past experience, and this may be helpful, helpful to you, dear listener, I knew that I shouldn't work on the Wednesday. Like for me, like a day of completely no work versus some work is just is super different. Like a day of completely no work is way more restorative to me than a day of some work. And regardless of how much work that was. So I, I said, no, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going on my computer. I'm not doing anything productive. I'm not even recording a fucking podcast episode. I'm just reading, relaxing, walking, spending time with friends. That's it. And then went to bed, woke up on Thursday and was ready to go. Um, I didn't do a workout. Usually I do these intense hit freeletics workouts, but I decided not to. And boom, had a full working day on Thursday and then went to bed. Boom, absolutely fucking ultra hyper smash killer day today on Friday. And as you can hear, I sound like um, I'm getting there, like I'm getting better. So, which I definitely feel, I definitely feel like I'm pretty much back to normal now, which is, which is awesome. So that's the story of my illness. Definite fear in there. Definite, uh, definite doubt and confusion. But I want to say that if you go through that, or if, even if, you, if you're going through that right now, it's okay. I think doing, having some kind of baseline habits that you fall back on um, it can be useful. For me, meditation is great. Maybe it's going for a walk. Or maybe it is just, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to laze about in bed and that's okay. And I know that I'm not, like, if you're not the type of person who does that all the time and you feel resistance to doing it like I do, I think it, it is okay to do that every now and then. And especially when you're feeling ill and especially if your intuition says it's time to do this. So I tried to enjoy that as much as I could and then boom got back to coding on Thursday, Friday. And oh, so exciting. So, so, so exciting. So I, two years ago, uh, pretty much, actually it could even be to the day, two years ago, I quit my job working in London as a recruiter and moved back in with my parents and started teaching myself Python, the programming language to become a data scientist. And now I am doing that full time. I'm working as a freelancer, actually as a machine learning engineer or an artificial intelligence engineer and it's awesome and I remember at the start of my coding journey looking at kind of source code and everything and just being so confused and being like what the fuck does any of this mean it doesn't make any sense at all and every day you take 
like a little micro step forward and then you figure and then you look at all this other shit that you have no idea about and you're like i don't know anything and these last two days were the first days where i, I just felt like i had such a fucking level up because i am building a model to classify different types of seawater uh, this is for like divers, scuba divers. I think it's going to go like on their watch as like a little model to tell them about the, the content of the seawater that's around them. So maybe it's just normal seawater or maybe there's a high concentration of lead or cadmium or copper in it. And <coughs> I... Um, lost my train of thought. And... Yeah, I'm using this particular library. It's called Flow Forecast. And it's, this, it's not a very popular library. It's written by some guy. And it's got 600 stars on GitHub in comparison to really popular libraries, which have like 20,000 stars. So like, like 20 to 30, 30x the popularity, like the real, real ultra popular ones. So it's not super popular. And... I was just kind of reading it and just thought, God, this is, this is not very well written. Like, this is super complicated. I, I'm spotting all these mistakes and things that I've been taught to do over the last two years that this library isn't doing. Like, the documentation is really difficult to read. Not everything's explained properly. It's hard to understand what's going on. In some places, he says this. In some places, he says the opposite. It's kind of, I had to dig through the source code to find out exactly how it worked. And it was on the one hand frustrating and on the other hand so exciting and so empowering because I thought, whoa, like I, having the thought, this is, this is silly. Having the thought like this is bad. Having the thought like I could do this better, that shows how far I've come. Like if I looked at this two years ago, I'd be like, this is a very well-written piece of software and I don't know how to use it. But now I'm looking at it critically and it's, it's amazing to, to get that kind of, that feeling of, oh, I actually know something. Oh, I'm actually worth, like, it's worth people paying me $50 an hour, $60 an hour, $75 an hour, $100 an hour um, to work on their projects. And people, most people would be, wouldn't be able to look at this or they would and they wouldn't have a clue what's going on. So that was really exciting. And it was so lovely to, after days of craving to get back to work, like I really wanted to, I really wanted to go back to the coding. I'm loving what I'm doing right now. And it was so lovely to be able to go back to it, to dive in and to just enter that flow state. Oh, yeah. So it's just been, it's been a lovely, lovely couple of days work-wise. Another thing that's been on my mind, a bit more esoteric perhaps, a bit more spiritual, is the feeling of presence. And obviously a massive book in this space which will have introduced the concept of presence to millions of people around the world uh, is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I've had super intense meditations this week. And my girlfriend is doing yoga nidra and she's doing these abundance meditations. So in them, you, you kind of invo invoke this massive feeling of like, boom, abundance, joy, and blah, power. And I've done meditations like that before and I've enjoyed them. But most of my meditations, actually all of the normal meditation I do is just sitting, 
uh, becoming the observer, kind of taking a step back from my thought, to step back into my body and just letting whatever happen, happen. Uh, I don't really focus on my breath. I just, I kind of put my attention on consciousness, take a step back and just whatever comes up, it happens. Like I don't really focus on my breath. I let myself breathe naturally, thoughts come and go. And I don't really invoke these really high, really intense emotions. And it made me think, one thing I'm loving actually now is when my girlfriend told me she was doing that, I thought, no, I, I'm actually really enjoying this feeling of um, kind of calm and presence and not this like big, crazy, rah, 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 amazing emotion. I'm actually really enjoying this calm presence. And it's definitely inspired by a book that I'm reading about reality creation at the moment called Reality Transurfing. And in it, he talks about like how you can have, it's about reality creation, you know, and getting the things that you want out of life. And he talks about, you know, you're going to get the things uh, with intention by going towards things in, in, intentionally. And he says it's, it's the feeling you have when you move towards your goals should be the feeling of going and getting your post in the morning from your post box outside assuming you have a post box outside nowadays and assuming you have post but we'll uh yes we'll just assume that for, for ease but yeah it's that calm easy feeling the same way if you want to if you're just going to cross the street you know i'm going to cross the street now and boom you just you just walk over to the other side of the street and you're on the other side of the street and I've loved having this idea in my mind recently. I've loved kind of coming back into this calmer state of mind and w working towards things in that way. I've, I've really enjoyed, like, I think, well, so I started my personal development journey when I was 20, um, maybe just, maybe 21. And so five or six years now and at the start, it was all geared towards about trying new things and finding what works for you. So I spent years doing that. I tried many different ways to make money. I was a professional gambler. I tried to do drop shipping. I tried to teach English online. I, what else did I do? I think they, they, were, the, they were the main things I tried and none of them worked. I also thought about setting up a yogurt selling business. That was my first ever idea. Um, and none of them worked. I was doing them all for money and I was doing them all just to be like, yeah, fuck it. Like I just need a way to make money, whatever. And, but none of them really like inspired or motivated me. And after I stopped the English teaching, I had to get a job. Like I ran out of money. So I, I went and worked as a recruiter in London. And after that, I said to myself, like, I'm, I'm never going to do a job that I don't love. Um, because in recruitment, I realized I was trading my love for money. And I realized it's not like you don't have to make that trade. You really don't have to make that trade. Like, I love maths. I love logically solving problems. Uh, I, I enjoyed school. I was awesome at maths in school. I did maths at university. was awesome at that. Great. And... I was doing this job where I was just talking to people all the time and I wasn't really using my logical brain. And I thought, oh, well, but I can make 10,000 pounds a month here, 20,000 pounds a month, whoa. And 
maybe 300,000 pounds a year. Oh my God. That was like what the biggest guys were on in the company. And then I thought, wait, but the people who I'm recruiting, the people who I'm putting into the jobs, they're on that amount of money. Some of them are on more. And I realized like, I, it's not a choice. Like I did, I wasn't in recruitment being like, this is the only job that's ever going to pay me. Uh, or I can do something I love and not make any money. Like you can do something that you love and also make a shit ton of money. Now, caveat, I haven't checked all of the jobs out there, but imagine you're an artist, like become a UI designer, become a UX designer and then like design websites or design apps and things like put your art to the to use or if you like solving problems coding perfect one if you like writing become a writer like a blog writer or a technical writer or if you want to write like really fancy scientific papers then write um, submissions for for journals and, and things like that um or for funding like that's a big thing in america like uh writing like funding grants i actually wrote one of those and it was not a very good one, but <laughs> there we go. Um, but there's so many amazing jobs out there. And I really, really, really feel like I found my thing with coding. Like I don't need coffee anymore. I just sit down and boom, I'm in. It's like, I, it's like I've dived into the ocean. I'm just diving in, I'm figuring everything out and I'm just loving the process of, of working with this crappy library. Well, okay, I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna <laughs> say it's crappy, but um, with this not fully finished yet library, shall we say. It's actually really good and really powerful and can do loads of amazing things. I just haven't been able to get it to work yet. Um, but it was so like, if you're, for example, learning data science and you are diving in and like trying to figure out how this library works and it's fucking pissing you off and you hate it, then probably data science isn't for you. Maybe, maybe try something else. But I'm really enjoying just like, oh, I've got this problem. I want to so I want to solve it. And this challenge and this challenge. And how do I fix it? And what does this mean? And it's that that's the excitement. I think that's what you should be chasing. And I'm super happy I found it. Part of me doesn't even want to say that because I don't because I feel like I might jinx it. Um, and you know, things can change. But I, I, I love having it right now. And I'm loving learning more every single day and I hope that that continues. So yes, there you go. That's kind of, that was my week. I was ill, felt scared, didn't know what was going to happen, was watching lots of Netflix and felt like a bit of a failure. Then I had two awesome work days. Really, really, really fucking enjoyed them. I just fucking dived in and just got my hands dirty with all this code and it was great. And I'm loving that calm feeling, that calm presence of taking that, those steps forward every single day towards my goals. Don't need coffee. I eat good food. I eat dark chocolate. Love dark chocolate uh, as kind of my treat in the afternoons, which I always find gives me a bit of a boost. And... Yeah, dive in. And I hope this, like, maybe if you're, <laughs> for people who've stopped listening already, maybe they think I sound like I'm bragging or whatnot. But I hope this can serve as kind of inspiration. Maybe I'll even listen to this in future and feel inspired by it if I, if I ever lose that spark with what I'm doing. But 
Like you, you can go from a down period, a boom, back up to an up period. Like if anything, that illness, it, it taught me a lot. It, it was great to watch some Rick and Morty and just to chill out and to take some days off, especially because I wasn't earning any money anyway. I love being able to do that, especially as a freelancer. I don't have to worry about holidays or sick days adding up or whatever. Like I can just work whenever. And it's so fun diving into my work and I think that's just that's one thing that's such a key part of my life and I want it to be there and I love that I love it and I wish that for you as well I wish that I, th I believe that we can all find that I believe there's some things out there that we're all we're all good at and that would inspire us and where we can have a positive impact on the world and where we can actually get up and enjoy going to work every day and enjoy what we're creating and enjoy kind of putting ourselves out there and creating a better future for everyone. So thank you so much for listening. So, so, so much. You are amazing. You can fucking do it. If you're feeling ill right now, you can get through it. Go watch some Netflix or do whatever your intuition is telling you you need to do to feel better. And then just go and fucking kill it at whatever you want to do. Be that work, be that sport, be that family, whatever it is. Just go and fucking kill it. Dive in. Get your hands dirty. Stick your face in there <laughs> and go fucking kill it. I love you. Speak soon. Bye.